Greetings. Welcome to the Legacy Drawing Board. This is the podcast that examines how we're thinking about our legacies and the incorporation of design into that thought process. I'm Ron Fong. I'm a father, grandfather, family physician, and former faculty member of the UC Davis Family and Community Medicine Residency Program. Legacies, what does that consist of? To me, a legacy consists of your thoughts, your words, and your deeds on a daily basis. As we accumulate more experiences, as we achieve more milestones, then I think we start to see the importance of legacy crystallizing before our eyes. And whether those experiences are positive in terms of success or in terms of failures, they nonetheless are part of us and part of our legacy. And I think something that carries such weight, something that matters so much, we cannot leave it to the whims or inattention. We need to give it focus. We need to give it intentionality. And that's why I think we should be incorporating design into our legacies. And I'm going to lean heavily upon Dieter Rams, who's a very influential German industrial designer, because he has developed 10 principles of good design. In a previous episode, I talked about two of them already, those being innovation and usefulness. For this episode, I'm going to focus on aesthetics and understandability. So aesthetics, we tend to think of aesthetics as eye appealing, which it is, but I think that only gets to the surface and we may think of it more as cosmetic, but it really isn't. It is so much more. There is such an intentionality and such a design component to aesthetics. And please forgive my poor Greek pronunciation, but we get aesthetics from the Greek work aesthetikos, which means relating to the perception by the senses. Let's think about that for a moment. Let's just break that down. First of all, relating. The idea is that you want your message to connect to convey something with someone. That's that relationship. And we have our relationships on an ongoing basis, whether it's with our family, our coworkers. So every day, again, we're building relationships. We're uh, maybe establishing new ones. And so there's no shortage of opportunities for us to think about aesthetics in terms of how we're relating our message to individuals. And now perception. You may be saying one thing, but the individual in your life might be hearing something totally different. And then is that because of a lack of design? It can be. And I think we've all heard that adage, there's no truth, there's only perception. And so that's the thing to understand that with design, it's not just about what you want to say, but it's about how you want to say it because you want to have a certain impact. You want to be able to perhaps influence, guide, direct, teach, whatever it is. But the thing is, is that if your message does not come across, then it really didn't do its job. Now, in terms of the senses, going back to aesthetics, think about your favorite song or your favorite painting. And it's something that it, it touches you uh, when you first hear uh, the opening uh, chords to, to your favorite song or when you see your painting again. It's something that comes over you. And that's the intentionality of the artist. Think about all the iterations, the various practice or whatnot that they went through to get to a certain point because they wanted to touch you in a certain way. 
Uh, perhaps they want a song to get you to feel a certain way or even to get up and move. The painting, perhaps they want you to think of uh, things in a certain way or look at life differently. So the aesthetics is that when you're looking at relating to perception by the senses, it's very well thought out. It has intentionality to it. And now the point is, is that for our aesthetics, are we doing that in our design as to how we're relating to the people in our lives? And again, it's that relationship uh, in terms of our senses is how we're speaking in a pleasing tone is our appearance, just our body language. And I think that we, again, we've come across uh, another adage. Um, they say one thing, but they mean another. So the aesthetics to me is that when you appeal or you're relating to someone's uh, perception of the senses, there's a consistency going on. Your thoughts, your words, and your deeds. There is an alignment. There's a uh, reinforcement. The person can believe what you're saying because they know that you're going to follow through on it. And I think that's, you know, that, that's a legacy I think we all would want to strive for is that people can believe and trust in us. Now, the second principle is understandability. And understandability may be almost self-explanatory that uh, the individual says, senses, you get me. You know what I want and you have been able to provide it. So it's the, the idea that there's a design of a good fit. Like, you know, where has this been all my life? Uh, it just is so seamless that the person is, you don't have to, you know, you, you want them over at the get-go. And I want to use an example uh, for this, of the, actually a combination of aesthetics and understandability. And I think um, some of you of, are of a certain age that remembers when Steve Jobs introduced the uh, first iPhone. And again, Steve Jobs, great showmanship, walks on stage, starts talking. I vaguely remember and he pulls out the iPhone and people gasp. Oh, my goodness, what's this? And I think he says, oh, excuse me, I got to get a call or let me send a text or let me play some music, whatnot. But the entire idea is that, first of all, it's just the aesthetics. Uh, the, the sleekness of it, the appeal of how it just fits in your hand, how it looks, you know, when it fits in your hands or the idea that you're going to be using it and how it becomes almost like an attachment or extension of you. The second was the understandability that uh, the, the phone, in a sense, understood that what you needed uh, and how you need it in a rapid fashion and be able to communicate. So that's really a confluence or a uh, combination of aesthetics and understandability. But I, I don't want you to come away thinking that your legacy is a product or a commodity. I'm just using that as an example of how this comes together. And when your legacy combines things and it starts incorporating the elements of good design, I think what comes across the process that it or the process and what it produces is that it inspires and it invites, uh, just like all good uh, forms of communication. So the, the interplay and the synergism of the principles of good design. At first, I was mistaken. I guess I really didn't understand design. I looked at these, uh, you know, Dieter Ram's ten principles of good designs as you know, like bullet points. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I would focus them on individually, not understanding that there's an interplay, a reinforcement for each one. 
So you think about it, if your legacy, your words, your, your thoughts, your words, and your deeds are starting to be coming together, there's consistency in the messaging. And it's, it's one of those things where it's, is it useful? Is it useful because it's aesthetic, because it relates to an individual census and somehow it inspires them, it gets them moving, it gets them to think in a different direction? And is it understandable where, again, the harder you make it for your audience, the, the less likely they're willing to give you the time. And already, you know, people are giving you time. So that's a valuable commodity. Yet, are you gonna waste that time because you're not understandable? You're gonna make your audience work even harder? So I think the principles of communication are, is your communication, is your messaging, is it clear, is it concise, and is it consistent? And all those are, again, I think, elements of design. And as you start thinking about your legacy, about your messaging, what you want people to perceive from your, your thoughts, your words, and your deeds, is that now you're gonna, it's gonna be sweat equity. So the idea is that, you know, our, as we think about our legacy, it is gonna involve work because I think, again, anything that's worthwhile, anything that is substantial, anything that is here for the long run, it's gonna take time. And again, go back to the examples of the artists, whether the artist was writing a song or painting a picture. Think of how many hours that individual had to spend in terms of going through the iterations, just trying to get it right, keep looking at it, keep working at it. And I think the same process and the same principles apply to our legacies. How are we crafting it? What's the iterations that we're going through? because it is going to take time because you want it to, again, be able to inspire, to move people. But you're thinking about this for the long haul. It's just not the here and now, one and done. You're thinking about this saying that, okay, this is my legacy, this is my life. And what have I done with my life? How have I touched others? And have I helped make the situation better? You know, did I leave it better than when I first got here? So these are the ideas that I, I think about in terms of legacy. And now, as I said, I was a gr I'm a grandfather um, recently. And I start thinking about that now. You know, I went through that with my children, understood I made maybe some mistakes or I could have done it better. So as how I interact with my grandchild, I'm going to start giving this more thought. And I'm definitely giving this much greater thought at work because, uh, you know, as the years go by, you know, you realize that the new people still keep always get younger. And now we have a chance to, again, impart something, hopefully impart some type of wisdom, be there as a mentor, help them along the ways. And again, you know, this is going to be part of my legacy. But I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you about what you're doing with your legacy. You know, where, what stage of your life are you in? What challenges are you uh, having? And are you, a, or are, you, are you a person who's very well-versed in design? I would love to hear from whether you're engineer, architects, web designer, whatnot, because uh, just, you know, as I'm going along, this is a, a, a journey of discovery for me as I'm doing this, and I'm trying to articulate what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, and again, I'm trying to build. So by all means, please, please share your thoughts with me at rfong uh, at truenorthshepherding.com. So 
again, until next time, first of all, thank you very much for listening. Uh, greatly appreciate it. And I hope this is of some value uh, to you, maybe even just some entertainment value. But until next time, please take care and please give your legacy the attention it deserves because we will all benefit from that effort. Thank you.